Achilles are from India, XLEs are from Africa. Hi, I'm John, and today I had a smart meter installed, which means I can throw my dumb meter away. And I'm John, and I am starting a campaign to abolish changing clock times twice a year. And I'm not John, and you stole that. We've been talking about that at work all week, because I've been saying it for years. They've just passed a bill in Europe, aren't they? The clocks go forward for the last time, March 21. I am sick and tired of being jet-lagged in my own country. It is the most ridiculous thing, and it's so archaic, there's absolutely no need for it. There's no need for it at all. America and Europe are the only countries that still do it, and the rest of Europe, which we may or may not be part of when this episode goes live, um, have decided to vote against it, and they voted it out, and they'll just go forward an hour on March 2021, I think it was, and then that's it. No more clocks. For me, it would make more sense to move them forward half an no hour. No more clocks. No more time. <laughs> Not no more time. Um, I did. I thought you'd appreciate this, John. I saw a picture the other day of someone tweeting, and they said the year is 2038. It is, it is um, Monday and time for the weekly vote with Theresa May of putting forward our <laughs> Brexit plan. No one remembers how this tradition starts, and yet we all must obey. <laughs> um, like, yeah, OK, that makes sense. Um, yeah, That's another thing. That said, uh, for the first time ever this year, May could uh, be over with before April's finished. Oh, how very, uh, very clever. Well, yeah, that was very clever of me seeing it. Yeah, yeah. No, the, per- the person who made the joke, not you. No, leave me alone. We should, we should uh, quote memes that we've seen online more often because they're funnier than when we're just trying to be funny. But oh, man. <laughs> so, so everyone that's listening, you'll. Might not have added two and two to get, why not two and two, but 50 and two. So our 52nd episode, a season finale of sorts. We've been doing this a year. So we're yeah. all very giddy. <laughs> so so, ne- so next year, all we're going to do is just quote memes. Yes, and dad uh, jokes. Just dad jokes it, as far as the eye can see. And it will be called, would meme few rather? Would you shut up? But yeah, so... Maybe. We haven't actually discussed it. Maybe we're going to change things up for season two. Maybe not. Maybe maybe the other John will start every episode. Who knows? In fact, Nobody likes change. That's what I want you to tweet at me this week, at Would Jay Rather. Would you prefer to hear the other John's dulcet tones first? Or perhaps nobody, and we just dive right in. <laughs> it just plays the music, and then it goes, Question one. <laughs> Question one. I also did want to address as well, which neither of you two pointed out to me, I don't think, but quite a few people have uh, expressed their um, disgust in our episode last week. And I have to say I agree with them. We didn't put two and two together that that episode would go live on April Fool's Day. And we didn't do any sort of April Fool's. So That that was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. That was two weeks ago. Well, two weeks ago when they're listening to this anyway. <laughs> I, I find the people planning it. Yeah, that's it. That's entirely my fault. Um, but, you know. Actually, we, we did plan it. The, it was an April fool. You waited the whole episode to wait to be fooled. And that was the fool. Ah, yes. Yes. Or, alternatively, if you were offended by anything in episode 50, that was, we, we were joking. We were totally <laughs> joking. April fools. Was that the episode where I insulted truck drivers? Uh, I think so. 
Yeah, no, because last week you upset the Chinese, I believe. Although, the Chinese are cool. Yeah, I mean, I was quite surprised listening back to it, because I remember during the entire time that you were doing it, and then when I went back to edit it, I was on the edge of my seat, because I couldn't remember if you did a bad Chinese accent. And that would oh, have been... I know in, it would be bad. In, in, and I know that would have got me <laughs> written off. So, so, um, some lovely Chinese people would have gone visiting a cathedral nearby. Then I'd die. And this was two weeks ago. Yeah. Never mind. Welcome to our podcast, where we talk about our podcast from two weeks ago. Maybe, maybe that's what we'll do in season two. Season two, each week we'll release an episode where we are doing a commentary on each episode <laughs> that lines up with it from the year before. <laughs> <laughs> see if we so, can do it better so tune in next week to hear us talk about Pinatico and what, what we were thinking while we were doing it I don't remember what we were thinking as soon as I hang up this Skype call, I don't know about you two <laughs> no. I, th- I think with the new year should come New Year's resolutions um, we, we planned for things and they sort of just didn't happen we were going to do a live episode from Norway because that was the first time three of us been in the same room together for a good long while and we also planned to get out of our faces to honour St. Patrick's Day, and we didn't either. So maybe if we're going to make a plan, we should stick to it. I mean, we're still waiting your initial rap album, so <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, that's, that's another thing that we said we do that we definitely haven't. See, I think yes. what it is, the rap album is different. It's like those American bakeries that only make 50 cronuts a day, and then that's it to build up demand and people queue around the corner. We're just teasing people teasing a little bit maybe in six months we'll release like a 30 second clip of a pre-finalized and edited version and then maybe we'll give it a year after that you release your first song and then nothing for a decade and then that's like, when you drop the debut album and then the rumors will be circulating that john's living underground on a desert island with tupac yeah exactly he's coming, he's coming back in 2012 it'll be like tall yeah, I saw someone tweeted something about, or it was some metal magazine, and they released um, on the 1st of April that they would um, be, that Tool have released their one song from their new album that's 35 and a half minutes long. <laughs> they also, I was quite, it was quite funny on Slam Dunk, I, I forgot it was April Fool's Day, and I checked, and they've announced the stage times, so I went, oh, and I read it, and it said, we've worked some magical algorithms, blah, blah, blah. We've arranged it so there's no clashes whatsoever. And now I remember back in the days of Give It a Name, where you had like the same stage but different setups and things like that. And I went, oh, that's amazing news. And I went through and then I went, hang on a second, this doesn't add up. Ticket uh, wristband exchange happened 4 till 6 a.m. Gates closed at 7 a.m. And the band started at 6 a.m. And every <laughs> single band that's playing the festival was on one long list. They all had a 5 to 15 minute slot. And then the headliners had a 20-minute slot and were on at, like, half 11 at night. And I went, oh, you <laughs> bastards. That's a lot of work. But I thought it was quite funny. Anyway, so, um, yeah. would you rather carry on rambling or do a would you rather question? I quite enjoy rambling. And it's not your turn to ask questions, so... I think I'll do, I think I'll do a would you rather question. Oh. Okay. Guess what? This week, we didn't dive right in. <laughs> Shall we dive right in? Yes. What would Tom Daly do? <laughs> I'm going to get would down the ra- <laughs> Would you rather Louis Theroux made a documentary about your life or Katie Hopkins wrote a column about how much she hates you? 
Katie Hopkins writing column about how she hates me because anybody who listens to a fucking word that stupid she witch says should be buried six foot under the prisons. I was I was well hoping you were going to say the other option is Ross Kemp and then <laughs> a life but really dangerous. <laughs> right, I'm following John now. Yeah, oh, it's heating up. I'm just taking my wheelie bin out the front of my house, Ross. It's fine. <laughs> oh, Elliot's going to have to be in the street. I, like, I think they've missed the Ross. trick with Ross Kemp. Like they should have carried on the documentary. The Ross Kemp on gangs, Ross Kemp on prisons. They should have Ross Kemp at the Chelsea Garden Show. <laughs> like Ross Kemp having high tea at the Ritz. They should have just done everything with Ross Kemp at, and then just slowly like got more and more. Like you know when the same with, and then also Danny Dyer was like the Channel Five knockoff of it as well. It was like Danny Dyer's Britain's Hardest Men. Danny Dyer's seven favorite duvet sets. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Dyer's favourite tea room yeah fucking hell mate that's a blimey cup of Earl Grey <laughs> uh, but um, those, those were yeah, the options unfortunately oh uh, yeah Louis yeah Louis, Louis Theroux yeah cool thanks <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'll be around really awkwardly all day I don't Wait. he's just a, an investigative journalist isn't he like, I watched a bit of it with Lauren the other day because I was trying to understand why he's famous. Like, and he's just, he just is one of the biggest names in investigative journalism, from what I understand. Yeah, basically, but he's... I'm not, I'm not got, saying that that's not a good thing. Oh, yeah, it is a good thing. It's going to make a very dull TV, though, isn't it? Following the I, 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 th- <laughs> I, I thought for years that he was a bit more like, like Michael Palin or something like that. He somehow makes really odd extremist people feel comfortable saying things on camera that they probably shouldn't have. Like, I don't hate the Jews, but... (laughs) There's a lot of shows like that on, uh, is it Vice, the TV channel? Because as I said, I've only recently discovered that Louis Theroux isn't what I thought he was, which is a weird sentence to say, but you know what I mean. But the first one I saw that was Love Thy Neighbour. I can't remember the presenter's name, but he does the exact same thing. So then when I first found out about Louis Theroux, I went, oh, so he's just a knockoff of that. But it's not. It's the other way around. Yeah. Is, yeah. is Love Thy Neighbour the... I, I saw a clip of it being advertised. Is that the one where the, um, the British Muslim man goes to America and he talks to a, a cop and the cop's like, yeah, you probably don't want to go in that field. And he's like, why? Uh, you wouldn't be very well received, let's put it that way. And it turns out they're all burning a cross, and the officer's uh, a clan member who's just on duty, so he can't go to the cross burning himself. Yeah. He's like, but well, I'm not going to do anything, I just want to stand there. I'm like, yeah, you, they're not going to be the most uh, comfortable around you. <laughs> it was just so awkward. I don't, I, I would like to point out, because I just realised that as much as the obvious answer to this question was having, uh, Katie Hopkins writes something about me because she's an awful, awful, awful waste of oxygen. But the way I jumped it is so quickly, although it may be misconstrued, although it is from genuine hatred, it may be misconstrued. Are you going to start a Twitter feed with Katie Hopkins? Is that your grand plan? Uh, yes, but also I'm worried that people might misinterpret it. Of I've got something to hide and I don't want Louis Theroux digging it up. <laughs> <laughs> and that is, I mean, it's also true, but. That's that right. isn't me, the me, reason. Me, Louis going to come for a visit. He's going to take mean, my background. I mean, you're in it, whether you like to be or not. One way that you could interpret this question is: Would you rather have uh, 
your life exposed to one article which everyone will have forgotten about a week ago or be on a documentary that people will dig up on Netflix for years. <laughs> yeah. Every time you think you've escaped what happened, it just comes up. So you've got to be pretty confident that you're going to be happy with the outcome, I think, with the documentary. I reckon people only invest 15 minutes into watching my boring, boring life because after, after an hour and they find out that I'm, uh, I'm Michael Jackson body double, um, they've already switched off, just not bothered because they've only put 15 minutes into it. I'd love to hear you sing an Earth song. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's a very good point as well, John, because A, I don't think that many people care about what... Well, they obviously do, but they're all bigots. People care and, about me, but people really don't care that much about me. It, you're watching a documentary about you, with all due respect, would be a bit like watching Gogglebox. You're watching someone even, watch TV. Watch <laughs> <laughs> if that's saying something... Oh, wait, no, I'm supposed to be winning this argument. No, it would be a brilliant watch, and John should definitely go with me. I mean, you, say, you say that it'd be like watching Gogglebox, and I have never watched it, but I'm told it's a very popular and entertaining TV show. You yeah. think it's going to be rubbish, but actually, it's actually really interesting. You said that perfectly like you're an android. Yeah, like, I've, I've been told. You're not going off your own opinion. I have had an episode on in the background in the past because it was just on. And it is literally people... Were, you remember Harry Hill's TV burp, where they look at just random bits of TV shows during the week? It's that, but you are watching a family watch it and say what they think while it's on. And if I watch TV around the kind of people that talk through it the whole fucking time, I wouldn't be around them much longer. If you want to talk, let's talk. If you want to watch something, shut the fuck up. I think yeah, watching my, TV doesn't involve shouting at it. My, my exposure to Gogglebox is I think there's a few references to it in Charlie Brooker's weekly swipe or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my understanding of Gogglebox. And with Katie Hopkins writing an article about me, nobody cares who I am. Not really, in the grand scheme of things, so... I don't care who Katie Hopkins is, so... Exactly, so it's... Reading an article. It's me or saying... Or I read it and then realise it was just twisted, manipulated, exaggerated truth, and it doesn't actually speak volumes of you at all. Even if so it I wasn't... I don't know what it would achieve. Even if it was on, like, BBC News or the front page of The Times, and it was, not John has done this bad thing and that bad thing, nobody knows who I am, nobody gives a shit... Like, the only benefit would be people occasionally might see it and go, oh, I wonder who that is. Give it a Google and happen to stumble upon this podcast. And then we'd have a few comments. <laughs> like, that's, that's literally the only way that my life could possibly change. I was going to say, there is a uh, way of thinking that it, it doesn't matter what people are talking about as long as they're talking about you. Doesn't matter all if it's good or bad. All publicity is good publicity. All publicity is good publicity, exactly. But I would rather so read. More mileage in having a a, a, a B list podcaster on Netflix's Louis Theroux story than there is some article in a in a Metro. One day only. Yeah, but if they watched your documentary, they'd see they'd have to watch a documentary of you recording a podcast, and they'd That's see. And they, they, yeah, they see how bad it is before they've given it a chance. Then we wouldn't even get the initial curiosity clicks. <laughs> I can wear a crazy hat. I can yeah. seem interesting. 
Who knows what questions he's going to ask me? Any? Maybe he's going to ask me some. Maybe he's going to have to like dig really deep into his uh, his archive of interesting questions to ask people to to get the best out of me. I tell you, maybe what he's going I to find do. something that I didn't even know about myself. Isn't what that I, worth watching? What I do with Louis Theroux is I would like plant stuff. So in my back garden, <laughs> dildos, dildos I, everywhere. Well, that's I'd have to hide them. Um, <laughs> In my back garden, I'd bury, like, a really old-fashioned chest full of golden doubloons, and just while we're chatting, be doing my gardening and accidentally stumble upon it, and I'd hire an actor to come round one day and be my, like, long-lost father, who's actually three years younger than me, and random things like that, just to try and make it interesting. I'd be worried if, uh, <laughs> if I were you, because your brother is slightly better looking and uh, could possibly steal the spotlight from you completely. That's absolutely fine. I don't want there to be... I don't want to be that famous. I'd quite happy if this podcast ever got famous, people not know who I am. Like, we'll do the Dead Mouse or Daft Punk thing when we go out on stage and wear, wear helmets. masks yeah, and helmets. I'd quite happily do that. I'm not in this for the fame, and we don't make any money from it either. It actually costs me money, so I'm not in it for the money either. Right, well, I guess it's time I made a decision. Uh, Ross Kemp wins. <laughs> oh, so our spreadsheet's going to show John, John, not John, Nathan, Ross Kemp. <laughs> Don't forget Mothra. <laughs> and Mothra. <laughs> oh, so Ross Kemp has, has won as many uh, debates as your wife, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even been on the show. This is Ross Kemp on Wives. <laughs> oh no, that's a different video, isn't it? Oh, oh no! God. Imagine Ross Kemp or wife swap. Awkward. Uh, um, I'm not going to say anything about Twitter because I already have done, gents. If you want to leave a message for me, do it one hour in the past, and we'll pick it up in the autumn. That's how ridiculous that is. Come on, guys. <laughs> I don't if think you, you need to, to persuade anyone. I think everyone agrees. If you want to get in contact with me, um, you can contact my Twitter at John would rather. No H's because they're silent and they're also spelt silently. How do you spell H? H. Okay. Um, I asked a question. I answered my question. It didn't clarify anything. Nothing was made more... <laughs> More like understandable yeah, for me or any of the listeners, but linguistics. Thank yeah. you for uh, <laughs> your contribution. It's been a while since we've had a linguistics se- uh, segment on this this podcast, so it's a grammar uh, segment. Yeah, this is true. We got a question two that potentially one of the Mitchell brothers doesn't win. <laughs> and if you uh, ask, would you be the, rather be Grant or Phil Mitchell? I'm going to drive <laughs> to your house, put a bag of flour down your trousers, and then punch you in the back of the head. Would well, you rather? I'm not being funny, but in the not too distant future, both me and you are going to have to brave the shape, and we're going to look like the Mitchell Robbins. <laughs> no, we're going to oh. look like the Mitchell cousins because you're going to look slightly more Hispanic than me. Oh no, I'd be Billy Mitchell. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be the Mitchell man. <laughs> oh. Sorry, John. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So, would you rather eat mouldy bread or have a mouldy hand? eat mouldy bread of course i've accidentally done it once before i'll just do it on purpose again i don't want a mouldy hand think of how much money i'd have to spend on gloves i don't get paid enough to buy all those gloves why are you making me buy so many gloves 
It's, I should I should spell out before we get too far along this that I was going to say I want a hand that uh, is malleable like Play-Doh. The the bread is prints on it. The bread is incredibly mouldy. It's not just you know it's got a tiny bit of mould that you can just cut off. It's like it's pretty. It's virtually dust. It's that bad. I've stopped listening to you, if I'm honest, because I agree with John. I think it's a much more interesting question if he can mould his hand like clay. What I do to uh, to make sure people can understand what I'm doing if I'm not pleased with them is I flan it out so my fingers would be three times as thick and twice as long, and then I flip them the bird with that with my massive hand, and then I'd squidge it all back to normal, back to five normal fingers. So it'd be like you know the the gladiators things you get at sporting events, the fingers you could yeah, you could like mould into one of them. But it would be really, really like thin, like paper thin to get all of that stuff out. Yeah. So it's it's mouldable, but you can't like take bits of it off. So a bit like a, you know, like the stretch Armstrong stretch things. Armstrong. Yeah. Yeah, a bit exactly like that. Okay. Well, um, I think I think you can have this if you kind of accept that your hand is like a slimy mold. Okay. It's what if it's mold? What if it's moldy mold. and moldy? So you can change yeah. it into whatever shape, but it's also <laughs> mould. Yeah, fine. Okay. I you've, think, I think long, that's fair, John. You, you've interpreted the question well, but you also have to stick with the original premise. No. I, I, can't, mean, see, I can't see the spelling of how you're talking right now, John. There isn't, there isn't like, the teletext thing underneath you. He I'm did, in charge. He is in charge, and I do agree with the fact that he set the rules of the question, which we all do. However, right, John... You when forgot you the pre- drug law, and he was claiming he happened to be the head of GlaxoSmithKline and own a lot of land. You let that happen, but I can't have this. He, he lost that argument. Yeah. I know, because I just <laughs> so, I did my best. I was compromising. Which, however, John, I would say, if we're going to stick to, you know, how the show works... Who won the first question? Because it wasn't fucking Ross Kemp. <laughs> so I, no, I'm, I'm siding with the other John now. Either he's got a mouldable hand and that's it, or we go to the, the meet in the middle and you can pick a winner for the first question. Judges rule. <laughs> I no, think that's I'm a fa- in charge here. No, you're not. We carry on based on my rules this week because I'm in charge. Okay. Right, well, John, just make all of your arguments about the mouldable hand, he will then just layer it, the fact that it's covered in mould afterwards, but we'll still have the same arguments so the listeners can have something to enjoy. And that that, that seems to fit fit the mould. Um. I don't think year two is going to be very good if, if, we, if we're finishing year one like this. <laughs> it's been a long year. It's been a long year, folks. I just, yeah, I think having a mouldable hand would just be... It would be more hassle than it's worth. The amount of time you'd take, like... That's why we invented tools. I just don't see that many practical uses for it. I mean... Practical uses for a slice of mouldy bread. Well, no, I'm eating a slice of mouldy bread, so I don't have to have a mouldable hand. I could be, I could be some sort of big list superhero. I could be featured in uh, in an article by Katie Hopkins. What, what can you actually do? You The most useful thing that would be for is if you rocked up to a table tennis match and they only had one bat and you can mould your hand into a bat. That's literally the only practical way I can think of it. I could go to a really old door and morph my hand into the shape of a key. No, you can't morph it. You can mould it. And I can mould it to what I think it's going to be, or I can mould my fingers into lock-picking forms. 
Okay, but you could all, you could also buy lock picking tools or buy some clay. Where from? That the lock picking shop next to this big iron door I found. You can buy lock picking tools. You can buy lock picking tools online. And what I'm saying is, if you really wanted to pick a lock, I don't have really... three to five business days to wait. I need to get in there now. No, but you can let me fucking finish. If you really wanted to lock pick. You'd have lock picking tools, and if you really thought, I mean, if you could mould a key out of clay and get into a house, I'd be very impressed. Because why you're not living a life of crime is beyond me. But the point is, but if your hand, right, okay, so in this scenario, right now, you're next to a door, you need to get in, you've turned your hand into lock picking tools. What do you do? Because uh, you don't know how to pick a lock, John. So this well, is useless. If I had an interesting life, I'd learn interesting skills. I wouldn't bother fixing aircraft. I'd be some sort of criminal. Because then I'd mould my hands in such a way my fingerprints would be on the inside of my hands and I'd never leave a trace. Only on one hand. And nine times out of ten now, they tra- they uh, use um, footprints and things like that. I don't think the lock picking would work because although you could mould your hand into the shape of a key, you've still got a slimy, mouldy hand and it's just going to spin in the lock. At least it's not going to get caught in the lock. I'm not going to get stuck in the door forever. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a benefit. Yeah. So so just to confirm, <laughs> the, only, the only benefit to this hand is that if you tried to open a locked door with it, it wouldn't get stuck in the lock. <laughs> right, what's one benefit of eating mouldy bread? Bit of sustenance. i tell you what a benefit of mouldy bread is. And you that is penicillin. Pen- penicillin. That is how penicillin was invented. Discovered. Mm, yes, okay. You win this round. And if my hand is all slimy and mouldy, it will also have penicillin, penicillin on it. Okay, but it penicillin wasn't discovered on a hand, though. It could be found on <laughs> Yes, no, it could be found, but that's like saying, I discovered a, a, a new creature. What is it? It is this. Owl. The owls will be already been discovered. <laughs> yes, but I also discovered it. No, no, no. You've just seen an owl. Well. <laughs> I've discovered penicillin, but it's already a thing. We found out that it's, uh, it, it doesn't just like one habitat. It can be found elsewhere as well. It's already been discovered, but the discovery of a, uh, a wider area of its distribution. So, wait, so your argument is that your scientific breakthrough is that you discovered that mould can grow on a hand? Yep. Okay. And in other news, I've just invented the pen. Uh, No, I I discovered a pen in my house years ago. Yeah, no, but I've invented a pen. You haven't invented a pen. No, I have. It is a pen that sat on my um, notebook that sat on my sofa. It's not a a pen like somewhere else. I've I've invented this pen. What are you going to do when the mould on your bread slash hand becomes methicillin resistant? I'm, I'm going to oh, eat mine. Methicillin. MRSA, for oh. the listeners who didn't know what that was. Or oh, the cast hosts who had no idea what you were talking about. I was giving you... Patronising us. <laughs> if, you ha- if you hadn't just said that, you could have just pretended that you did know. No, because I'm siding with the listeners. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to find all the anti-vaxxer kids and I'm going to shove my hand down their throat and I'm going to make them all very, 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 very unwell. And that'll be a lesson to all the people who think that, like, rubbing dirt on their kids is a way of protecting them from the horrors of modern medicine. Yes! Moldy hand wins! Wait, wait, wait. That's too unfair. 
it's unfair because you just awarded him the win because he said he's going to kill children. It's not their fault that their parents are dickheads. No, I'm making them unwell. I'm not killing them. Oh, okay. Right. Next question. Would you rather be king of the moles or a working class polar bear? King of the moles. No. No. Oh, I don't know. Neither do I. That's why I was letting you have it. I don't like being underground. I don't like small spaces. I quite like being underground in small spaces, so maybe I'll go for King of the Moles. And also because I've been told. Work, working class polar bear sounds a bit too much like blue collar Eskimo, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. John. <laughs> John, come on. That was our best episode. Was it? <laughs> it was your favourite episode. Oh, I think, oh, that, there's another one. Just a quick uh, segue. Anybody that wants to tweet at us, let us know your favourite episode or favourite episode title of the last 52. Just, just or your favourite description. Yeah, or your favourite description. I think my favourite title by itself is A Big Length of Woods. <laughs> what? Why? Just because it's so very, very vague. And what, I love what, Scorpions because it's exceptionally clickbaity. Yes, it is very, very clickbaity. I'm sure there's a description on one of them. Maybe it was Paratrooping Scorpions, I don't remember, but the description is just this week. John talks about shoes for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember the context of what he said, but I remember, like, wake up in cold sweats and just remember John talking for a long time about shoes. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah, working class polar bear because it's the closest um animal kingdom interpretation of blue collar eskimo okay and anyway bears don't have a class system so what is the difference between a working class polar bear and some sort of royal polar bear because they all look after themselves they don't really integrate into a society well, I think, you, could, you, you could say they were ice elated oh no uh, well, I think moles and polar bears are uh, polar opposite. Way! We're not, we're not doing this. I used to enjoy puns before we started this a year ago. I think the only difference between the, the, the polar bear is he, he probably votes Labour. That's probably the only difference. Whereas you don't have to worry about voting because you're, you're a part of the monarchy. You've just got to worry about rebellions and revolutions and becoming a republic. Yeah. How do you, so, how do you combat becoming a republic? How do you... Uh, squash revolutions well as a polar bear you'd probably go down to the north polling station <laughs> and cast your votes um i wasn't going to join him but i couldn't help it when that popped into my head <laughs> but we talk about polar bears i should be talking about moles and how they can dig and i'm sure at school we had to learn a song about cool moles and also it'd be really i was going to say easy but that's not the right word it would be beneficial because I would find a job that was in my fields that I'd be really good at. And then they, <laughs> that wasn't meant as a pun, but yeah. But also because of disability and equality and e uh, equal opportunities, I'm quite likely to get hired because I'm blind. And I, if I believe correctly, moles aren't completely blind, are they? They're like short sighted or something like that. Um, so if you're staring at a dirt wall all day, is there much, much point in being up to six miles? King of the moles as well. I forgot I was king of the moles. Fuck me. The amount of work fracking and building tunnels. <laughs> that, that, that tunnel that we saw in Norway that John said. What was it you said, John? 
It was the greatest modern wonder you've ever seen and a feat of engineering. It was a tunnel, guys, but it was, it was pretty cool. But it, I could just hire... I would hire ourselves out for a reasonable fee to do the tunneling to get all of that out of the way with my entire team of, of mole people. Not mole people, just moles. And then the money that we get, freaking moles, we don't need money. So I would donate it all to charity. <laughs> yes. King of the moles wins. Yes. Infrastructure. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even get a chance to have him come back. Thank, thanks for that. As soon as you mentioned that fucking tunnel, I knew I was done for. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What we'll do is we'll just ignore John's questions and we'll just start listing things that we think he might. <laughs> and we'll see if he wins every week. Um, um, I that think leaves he's... us at an impasse, which uh, means that we're going to have one quick question to end the show. Uh, oh. it, it is the end of the series. Uh, so at the end of your life, someone's writing a biography of you. Uh, would you rather that the biography ends ambiguously or it ended with it was all a dream? Ambiguously, 100 percent. It was all a dream. It's just a, it, it, it was it was all a dream is just a cop out for a writer that doesn't know how to tie everything together. Um, wait, if I'm being left with it was all a dream. Have I all been a dream, or was the person reading the article? It was all a dream. Uh, that doesn't. I'm not sure how that works, John. Could you please try and flesh flesh it out for me? No, I want you to flesh it out. Oh, I was, uh, stop saying flesh. <laughs> because I, I know where this is. I know where this is coming and going from. Because there was uh, was wasn't there an elderly gentleman that used to cut the grass for? And you inserted yourself into his Wikipedia page, and you disappeared off of it when they updated it once he died. What? What? Oh, maybe that happened. <laughs> wasn't, it, wasn't it Lord Rankin or someone? Lord Renton. Lord Renton used to cut his grass and you put yourself on his Wikipedia page and then when he died, someone updated it and removed you from his employment. <laughs> <laughs> so that John might have happened. So John isn't sure if he dreamt working for this lord? No, he um, he put himself down as like um, people that used to work for him as a mysterious grass cutter, John. Oh, right, okay. And then eventually this chap died um, of natural causes, I assume, and um, someone updated his page with all his um, most recent developments and his career history, and they got rid of John. They wiped him off as if he were all a dream. Yeah, if there's one thing you don't want to happen, it's removing one thing from a web page that has the word mysterious on it, <laughs> because, I mean, how many people would have read it? I don't know. But those few that used to, like, memorise it and then go back to check something, and they were like, I'm sure there was a Mysterious John. I can't find anything about Mysterious John anywhere. And there's, like, cue to them six months later in their basement, malnourished with a short, uh, cork board with wool wrapped around it, going, what does it mean? And there's a picture of Ray Mysterio Jr. on the other wall going, are they connected? I don't know. <laughs> Um, isn't but isn't the beauty of Wikipedia that you can always see every previous edit that's ever happened? So somewhere it must still say that. <laughs> that's some, some some homework for us when we finish recording, I think. Um, but ambiguous, I, I think sometimes even when I make, and you, you are both witness to this, but even sometimes when I make a decision, I'm not sure why I made it. So I'd, I'd like my biography to very much be a uh, a reflection of my life.
up to now. And having an ambiguous ending is just, he died doing what he loved. I'd, I'd rather my, uh, my victory end in a double entendre. I think that'd be more suiting. Which is, but it was cool. all a dream. But it, but it was all a dream. I'd tell you, what, I'm getting bored of these. Would you have five pounds or be punched in the throat? Questions. Three, <laughs> four, John. Fastest finger first. Moldy bread or moldy hand. You might as well just say, would you rather rather toast a bit of bread that's a bit off, or basically lose a hand? Wait, didn't didn't you just win that? No, Ross Kemp won that. Ross Kemp won that one. Uh, no, he didn't. I won that one. What did Ross Kemp win? He, he won writing would, about you. Would you rather Louis Theroux or Katie Hopkins? Oh yeah. See, folks, here's a bit of insight. This is your this is your year end bonus of just how awful we are at remembering what we've spoken about. So if anyone wants to collate everything that we've done, put it together so you can remind us so we don't start repeating everything next year, feel free. Oh, on a side note, um, I'm a little bit worried that John's John's masterminding our demises. He's, he's going to document our current lives and then kill mysteriously us with, get rid of us. Kill us with mould. Kill then, us with mould. Then, then we'll get... The podcast will get how we want to be remembered. Yeah, the podcast will get super famous because like two random thirty-year-olds have died of the same causes, two hundred and fifty miles apart from each other. So the podcast gets super famous, and then he'll write our biographies. Can Mm. can mine end in a double entendre rather than it was all a dream, which is such a cop out. (laughs) (laughs) Tell you what, John, I know you're in charge, but how about? You award me the win. You let him, when you bump us off, have a double entendre instead of it was all a dream because it was all a dream is shit, let's be honest. And then not only is everybody a winner, but also if you let us survive until next week to record the 53rd episode or season two, episode one, however you're going to know it as, then I'll be asking the questions and it will have gone full circle and it will be a bit poetic. And then that'll be the, and then you can kill us after that episode, obviously. I'm happy with that. Yeah? John, yeah, are you happy deal. with that? Um, if, if I get to survive, then yes. But this this is more playing into the buttering up John by giving him what he wants rather than yep, asking the you questions. Get, you, you get to survive another week. Survive another week wins! Exactly. And ladies and gents, thank you very much for the past year. It's been our pleasure. And we've just finished episode 52 with us all agreeing on something for the first time. <laughs> Ross Kemp wins. Ross Kemp wins. Ross Kemp wins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone, someone asked Ross Kemp.